0: In today's episode of Entrust, Equipping Leaders, we pick up our conversation with Liz Leffler and Barb Allen. Both have served God overseas and in the U.S. They've entered a time that some might
1: call retirement.
0: I don't know all the answers yet, but like every new life phase, Jesus accompanies us and has a plan.
2: I've often wondered if this is what it means by making me lie down in green pastures. (laughs) <laughs> These we're not exactly the green pastures I was anticipating.
0: We hope that by the end of this two-part series, you'll discover some good questions to ask of yourself, your family, and others. Even if you're not called to full-time ministry, as a follower of Jesus, can you ever really retire from serving Him?
1: Both of you are considered officially... In quotation marks here, maybe retired. Mm-hmm. And so, how did you each come to that decision to retire?
0: Well, I'll start out. Um, <clears throat> my husband, Jeff, was retired and uh, had some health issues. And after a while, I realized, I sense that was from the Lord as well, that we both needed to be on the same page. We'd had pretty, pretty separate ministries before. The difficulty is, That Jeff hasn't found a niche, but he's encouraged that I want to be in ministry with him. So that was part of the decision for me. And we're waiting on God, realizing that it's not about purpose or even serving, but like Jesus, it's God's will that we go through trials and sometimes suffering to glorify Him. And, um, I was reading not long ago in John 16, where it talks about in this Jesus, Jesus says in this world, you will have trouble, but be of good cheer for I have overcome the world. Mm -hmm. And so simply having more time to spend with Jesus, more time to work with Jeff, uh, we're trusting him and trying to consider it all joy amidst all of the trials. And then I also know that I need to, daily surrender all of my expectations to him and because i you know doing women's training and these leadership conferences that we've done for so long it's been it's a, in my blood now and so not to be as involved is a little hard but Augie thank, thankfully has said Barb you can come over to Europe anytime you want to mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm planning to be back over there in April next year I think that I need need just to daily surrender all of my expectations to God's love and sovereignty and simply let him work and show us what the next steps are. Once again, it's taking one day at a time and trusting him that he will work either Philippians 310 has been a big, um, a big uh, verse for me where it talks about how Paul says, I want to be one with Christ and the, Power of His resurrection and in the fellowship of His sufferings. So I don't know all the answers yet. I've just been retired for a few months, but like every new life phase, Jesus accompanies us and has a plan.
1: We'll follow up on more of that. What that all looks like, but Liz, how did you come to the decision
2: um, of retiring? Well, it was kind of an easy decision when I did my last facilitation from a hospital bed. In Russia? No, here no. in the States. Oh, okay. It was May of 2020 or 2022, last May. I ended up in congestive heart failure, pneumonia, and then got COVID on top of it. And In 2020, I was diagnosed with Parkinson's. and I was trying to keep on. I cut back my hours when I got the Parkinson's diagnosis so I could do exercises to keep the effects of Parkinson's at bay. But, with all this illness and the time downtime, it's kind of uh, worked on my Parkinson's and made the symptoms worse. So right now, the reason my background is blurred I'm in a nursing home after it became clear that I wasn't going to bounce back real quickly, and I'm still struggling with a great deal of tiredness and fatigue that it was time to retire, so I retired after thirty plus years of service in Uh, april of this year it seems like god had to
1: i don't know if i would say it was god but you had to throw a whole lot of illnesses at you to
2: convince you to retire almost (laughs) i've often wondered if this is what it means by making me lie down in green pastures (laughs) we're not exactly the green pastures i was anticipating Mm -hmm. And I, I did say to him when I was feeling more and more tired, I said, oh, Lord, I just wish I could go someplace and rest and have everything done for me. Well, I kind of got the answer to my prayer, but it wasn't exactly the way I was thinking about it. <laughs> but like Barbara, I could almost echo what she said. I'm just taking one day at a time. And it's hard for me because I've been a planner from when I work for Procter & Gamble, you planned your work, you work, your plan. And I was planning to keep on facilitating online. I really enjoyed the online facilitation since my travel was kind of limited because of the Parkinson's. Really was enjoying online facilitation, but because of the fatigue and tiredness, I just don't have the time and focus. And just trying to get time by myself. I've been interrupted three times on this podcast. The door has opened even though I have a sign on the door. I'm on a podcast. Please don't come in. I mean, they're coming in for meds and everything. So my time's not my own. So I'm hoping at some point, if the Lord's willing, I can get back into ministry, doing online facilitation. But for now, my focus has to be on getting my body back in shape. I
1: find it so amazing. You're doing this interview from a nursing homeless. You're still, and I've seen you on some various meetings of interest lately, and here you are. You are, you know, amazingly still right in there with everything that's going on.
2: Well, not as much as I'd like to be, but I've tried to stay involved with some of the important things that have been going on within the ministry and give my input because of the 30 years of experience that I've had with them. You know, when we talk about uh, retirement,
1: there's a there's a quote, kind of a financial or a legal side of it, like when you officially say, "I'm retiring," I'm going to start taking my social security funding or whatever. But beside that, retiring in the sense of, um, you know, you have a your reg, your corporate jobs, you could say I retired. I'm not going to the office anymore. But retiring from when your life is ministry, it's not quite as cut and dried as going in and out of an office every day, nine to five mm-hmm. job. So what? What does retirement look like? I realize you're both kind of taking it a day at a time, and as you've mentioned, but, you know, how does it feel and what does it look like to be retired as a person involved in serving the Lord?
2: Well, I think because of my fatigue issues, I'm grateful that I don't have the responsibility I had for preparing lesson plans and following up with people. I could not take that pressure, but the Lord has kind of given me a ministry of encouragement upon. among some of the residents here, and some of the staff, I've prayed with them. We have a staff member, uh, one of my aides is from Ethiopia, another one is from Cuba, and so the whole world is coming to my doorstep now, and I'm just, as the Lord gives me opportunity, sharing and um, praying with them when the opportunity arises for that, so I'm just doing whatever ministry he puts in front of me, but it's nothing like what I was used to doing.
0: I'm kind of enjoying sleeping in on some days, frankly. (laughs) It's nice not to have that alarm clock going off, but I think retirement still means I'm involved with people. Ministry doesn't stop just because you change organizations or you are working more out of your home or whatever. Uh, I don't think it won't stop until we breathe our last breaths. Mm -hmm. And so I'm really, once again, living out of taking one day at a time. People have are have always been my focus and they will continue to be like we have a neighborhood full of really needy people. And so uh, both of us are consistently talking with people and inviting them over or uh, praying with them, like Liz was talking about, and all that on a regular basis, because we walk out of our condo door and there they are. So um, I will continue also to work with trust trainings and mentoring when needed. Um, like I said, I'm planning to go back over to Europe next April. Um, one of the things I've always wanted to do in retirement was to relearn the guitar. It was a really fun uh, outlet for me when I was 30. This was before I even had kids. But once the kids started coming, I just didn't have the time to invest in it anymore. So uh yeah, and of course we're with our grands, our grandkids pretty often. And that's great too, because yesterday I was challenged uh from a from our pastor to to think through a family vision. So that that was challenging to me. So we'll see what God comes up with for us. i above all want to draw closer, spend more time with with the Lord, and uh, one of the scriptures that has really been meaningful to me when Jeff is in in this time of of difficulty uh with physical issues is uh first Peter 4 19 when it says uh therefore uh those who have those who experience trials and suffering uh entrust your yourselves to a creator God and continue to do good things so that's kind of what I'm I'm trying to do is entrust and engage in my faithful God and let him tell me what next good thing he wants me to do.
2: One of the things that Laura has directed me was reading through the book of Job because I was feeling a little Jobish because I had to give up my cottage and you know I'm here in this nursing home I don't know what the next step's going to be and everything that I held near and dear is going to gotten scattered to the four winds but He has been just so good in, first of all, assuring me that he's taken care of me for 75 years and he's not going to stop now. Secondly, and this is the thing that has been a real anchor for me, that I truly believe in the sovereignty of God. And this path that he has me on is not an oops. It's not a plan B. It's the path that he had ordained for me for this space of my life. And my responsibility is to be faithful to him and glorify him as best I can. And that's my prayer that I can continue to do that. You know, both of you, um, I
1: was going to ask you, I don't know, like, what, what do you miss about, like, your overseas times? And then what are you just passionate about now, passionate about now?
2: I just miss... I guess in one sense, the exoticness of being in different cultures and being part of it, not as a tourist, but being there with real purpose and meeting the women and seeing how the common bond in Christ pulls us together, that I miss. I also missed in part in coming back to the States the total dependency that I felt as a single woman on my own in these foreign countries. Most of the time I lived by myself. I did have roommates off and on. But it just, you know, you just trust the Lord for some interesting situations you find yourself in. But now I found myself in another kind of interesting situation. And I feel like I'm depending on the Lord more now than I even have. When I was overseas, because the future is so unknown right now,
1: mm-hmm.
2: so I I just miss the international flavor of working with women from around the world on the on the training that we did online. We used to have a lot of nationals, and you know, getting up at seven o'clock in the morning or earlier, so that you could fit within their time zones. I mean, it was thrilling to see and hear and then pour out their hearts. And the course that Barbara spoke about DDH discovery, uh, developing a discerning heart, was so instrumental in so many women's lives to have an understanding of the way they were created in the image of God and how that was tarnished. And particularly when they storyboard their lives and found the lies that they believed, seeing them come alive in realizing what lies they had believed and transferring that to the truth of scripture and the aha moments that's what i missed the most
1: what do you mean by aha moments just
2: well just when all of a sudden they got a, they would share stuff particularly in that course developing a discerning heart that they never shared publicly before and the freedom that gave them and when they understood the truth of god's word and said oh my goodness I remember one woman said, nobody ever listened to me before. I never thought I had anything worth saying. It's those aha moments that often came with tears from the depths of their hearts. That's what I miss. Mm-hmm.
0: I have to second that because I enjoy being with women as much as I do. To see them go so much deeper with the Lord in their personal lives in their ability to lead bible studies in their understanding of god's uh, word and their understanding of him who he is i've come to the point where i see that is one of our biggest challenges is helping people understand who god is and when they do their their faith just takes off it's just amazing so i saw that in up, close and personal in Africa, because those women over there, they get nothing. And I was there in November for for this discern developing a discerning heart course. And those women, they uh, I, I think of one woman in particular who was able to um, apply the whole aspect of forgiveness in a way that she had told people about before, but never applied to her own life, marriage and life and life with her family. Her life was totally radically changed. She went from kind of a a little bit mousy and and, uh, with a drawn woman to just sharing with everybody what God had done in her life Mm. during that week. So it was just a thrill to see that. And um, I I look forward to having uh, opportunities uh, to see her and others. And it will be, of course, online, but uh, because I'm not planning to go back to Africa. But still, I, I just. We pick up where we left off with many of these women, and we see how god is is still changing their lives, still working. I, I miss probably more face to face with my uh, European disciples uh, more than anything, but thankful for things like zoom and and WhatsApp <laughs> to keep in touch.
1: Yeah, are there fresh other things? What brings you? what are you passionate about these days in twenty twenty three?
0: Well, I've been doing um, a pretty in-depth Bible study with some neighbors. And uh, one of the neighbors uh, who I, I thought, she just is so scattered. She needs the, God's word to keep her more together in her life. And it was interesting because just, well, right around Easter time, she said when she went to church, God was telling me, I need to do Bible study. And so I was trying to figure out, who am I going to do Bible study with? And then he, you called me. I called her the day after <laughs> Easter, kind of in fear and trembling, thinking, oh, she's probably not going to want to do this, but God, you're in charge, and I'll let you be God. And so, and so she just said, yes, I'll do it. And so now we're starting to do this Bible in-depth Bible study together, and she can't wait. She's just really excited about it. Starts on Wednesday.
2: Well, like I said, my main focus right now, what I'm excited about is trying to get better so that I can have full health and strength. And I have been invigorated by things like this podcast and the the few things that I can jump in on. And I think I was telling you before we started, I got an email from the woman that's in charge of Russia. She has a pastor in Uganda that is desperate for our training. so. I sent a note to our folks that are involved in Africa and said, Hey, you know, can anybody reach out to this pastor? He wants his women trained. He wants his training now. And I thought, well, Lord's still using me to spread this a little bit. So this little highlights and I'd love to get back into it full time once I get my strength back.
0: Interestingly enough, too, um, when we were in Africa last November. Uh, there was a group of women who came for the very first time from chad and they they were french speaking but some of them could speak fairly good english and so after the course god just kind of gave me this idea well why wouldn't it work for our french staff to minister to them and so they're trying to work out a time it's hard right now because security is really bad in most of these African countries. Almost all of the African countries are going through coups or close to going through coups, and and so, uh, but the but the French women are excited to minister to the Chadians, and the Chadians are excited to have them come so that they can get further along in their training in their more their mother tongue. So really fun things, you know. You don't have to go. Always be going overseas.
1: I mean, both of you, God has put you with just the right people at the right time in the right place. It seems just again and again to bring Augie into this story from Hungary and Vera from Russia and connecting people from France with people in Chad and so forth. I mean, oh my.
2: What would you like your legacy to be? Just that I love God and served him faithfully. Mm
0: -hmm. I would say that's similar. The thing that came to me is, God, please be glorified in my life, whatever you want to do.
1: And finally, any words of wisdom to someone who will be listening to this, either considering if God wants them to begin to serve full time, like either they're young or they're retiring, but maybe God is calling them into ministry now, or knowing when to retire? Any words of wisdom on starting into ministry or quote-unquote retiring from ministry?
0: I would say don't limit God. Let God have his way in your life because he can do, just like Ephesians 3.20 says, exceeding abundantly beyond all that we could ask or imagine in Christ Jesus. and. I'm just flabbergasted often with the fact that he has used us in so many ways, but it's only been because he, he made the plan and we just said, okay, and your Holy spirit's power will do it. Just show us how. So um, I would, I would say whether you're young or old, the, the young ones, don't be afraid to raise support. It's one of the most challenging, but the most gratifying things Mm -hmm. its just so exciting to see supporters get on board with evangelism and discipleship and to see their lives changed as a result too it's not just about supporting us me liz whatever it's about god having the glory and then seeing growth in people Uh, yeah i've seen i've had a couple of supporters come to christ because they realized they were christians (laughs) So, you know, there have been a lot of fun, happy, lots of laughs and lots of great opportunities. Um, As far as retiring, I I wish I knew more about it at this point, but I'm not, I I think retire, the word retire has a negative tone to it. It's like, I'm not going to be doing anything. Oh, you will be, you will be, you'll still have the focus on people. You'll still minister to people. You'll still see lives changed, and that is worth hanging around for. (laughs) And he'll lead you into different things. That's just the way he is. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: But it's really about getting to know God better, too. Every phase is about getting to know God better.
2: Mm -hmm. Yes, amen to that, Barbara. And I'd just like to say, if you don't feel you're qualified, think again, if God is calling you. I'll just share this. You know, I have done this training all over the world. I've worked with people with master's degrees up one arm and doctorates down the other. I don't even have a college degree. I went right from the business world, or I went right from high school to the business world. I did go to Bible school and I got certificates from Philadelphia College of the Bible. And when I first joined Entrust, they wouldn't let you even touch the curriculum unless you had a seminary degree. Mm-hmm. And I figured, you know, I'd just be doing my administrative duties like I had done all my life as an executive secretary. But God (laughs) opened up Eastern Europe and there was such a demand for women's ministries. They were willing to give me a try. They put me through a really rigorous test, including the seminar with Anne Graham Lotz for expository Bible teaching preparation and Then sent me in with one of our educators to make sure that I got the salient points from each lesson, Work if I could work through a translator. I jumped through a lot of hoops, and they finally decided I could work with the women's ministry. And I am just totally amazed at what the Lord has allowed me to do with my limited formal background. So, please, if Lord calls you, don't say well i'm I'm not prepared. I've got to do this. I got to do that. Just say yes. I I didn't say yes at first. I fought him, I think every tooth tooth and nail every step of the way, but he was such a gracious God and worked with me and gave me confidence to step out. And as far as retiring goes, let me just throw this in. As Barbara said, you never retire, you're just on a different mission field. And that's where I feel that the Lord has placed me in a different mission field and the world's coming to me. But for those of you that are thinking about retirement or I would just really encourage you to think about getting into a retirement community before you have to. I came to this retirement community five years ago, and I'm sure glad I was here when the pieces started falling apart so that I had a place to go. So don't wait until you have to go. You can establish the community I'm with, Calvary Fellowship Homes. A third of the residents here are either former missionaries or pastors. It's a little taste of heaven. And definitely some of them are still working. So you never really retire from the Lord's business. He just puts you in a different mission field.
1: So what is God doing in your heart? Even as you've been listening to this interview with Barb and Liz, whatever it might be, I urge you to stop and pray, listen to the Lord, and then start exploring a little bit. One place you can look is our website. We need a lot of different kinds of people right now. Our site would be entrust4.org slash join-us. That's entrust4, E-N-T-R-U-S-T, the number 4, o r g slash join dash us when we come back next time we're traveling together to spain
0: you've been listening to entrust equipping leaders we'd really appreciate your giving us a review subscribing to this
2: podcast and sharing it with others thank you see you next time